Today's Bible reading is Acts chapter 11. Now, yesterday we saw the turning point with Peter going to um, Cornelius' house and beginning to preach to the Gentiles. Now, this report gets back to the Jewish leaders, um, the Jewish Christians in Jerusalem. And basically, they're like, well, you can't do this, right? Um, and they're known as the circumcision party, uh, mainly because their main sign was saying that, well, if you're going to believe in Jesus, then you have to get circumcised. And so you can't go to these people who are not circumcised. Um, and Peter essentially tells them everything that happened, uh, which I think is incredible because the Bible takes time to, for, to re-explain what happened. Um, and his argument really comes down to <clears throat> verse 16 and 17. He remembers from the very beginning <clears throat> how John the Baptist said that, <clears throat> um, or Jesus, when it came to John the Baptist, said that John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So he's like, okay, well, if Jesus treated us this way, right, if then God gave the same gift to them as he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus, who was I that I could stand in God's way, right? If the Holy Spirit comes upon them the same way it comes upon me, and the Holy Spirit is God and it is given by Christ, and I'm going to say that there's, no, 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 there's another prerequisite. That doesn't make sense. Um, and so uh, they glorified God and saying uh, the Gentiles have been granted repentance. Um, yeah, this is incredible as we've looked at uh, the book of Acts really being about the Holy Spirit taking um, the message of the gospel and the truth of the gospel and really showing um, the Jewish believers that it wasn't just for them and showing us that it really is for the world. Uh, and we begin to see this because, um, you know, just as much as we saw that this was the turning point, I think, in the perspective of the uh, Jerusalem church, and a lot of times in our lives, we see things only from our perspective, verse 19 shows us that actually, no, this was already happening, they just weren't aware of it, because when Stephen was stoned, there were those that were scattered as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. Now, Phoenicia is um, north, it's where uh, modern-day Lebanon um, is. Cyprus is the island off the coast um, of uh, the Mediterranean, and then Antioch is the gateway into Turkey, and they also are going to get, um, remember that guy named Saul, um, who became Paul? Well, he went to Tarsus, uh, which is actually farther into Asia Minor um, than Antioch, and so we kind of assume that maybe they sent him there to kind of get him out of the way, um, you know, I've heard that uh, before, but here we see <clears throat> that even though that they were originally told, hey, this is just for Jews, um, these people were speaking to the Greeks, <clears throat> and they were coming, and they were believing. And so when they finally hear about this that has happened in Jerusalem, they're kind of like, uh, yeah, um, by the way, we've already been speaking to non-Jews about this. Uh, and so they send for Paul. Paul meets them in Antioch, uh, and a great many people are being added to the Lord. <clears throat> um for a whole year, they are building up the church at Antioch, at the gateway of Turkey. And, um, you know, the rest of Acts is going to see Paul and other uh, disciples beginning to spread this into um, Europe and down into northern Africa. Um, and we know from um, from church history that it also is, is going to start spreading into uh, northern Asia and even um, into um, Asia, right, and India. 
But here, right, I think there's a really important uh, turning point. I remember hearing an amazing message about this. Verse 26, and in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. But up until this point, they're the Jews that follow Jesus, right? They're Jews for Jesus. Um, But now, because they are bringing in all these different people, when society tells them that they shouldn't, when their own religiosity tells them that they shouldn't, here, that word, Jews for Jesus, just doesn't work. And so they are called Christians. And I think a lot of us, you know, uh, especially if you're listening to this, live in America and maybe have this attitude where, you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I don't even necessarily talk about Jesus. I'm going to show him through my actions. Well, first of all, uh, wrong, right? We do need to talk about Jesus. But secondly, I think we are also confused because we wonder what are the actions that make people see us and know that we're Christians. And it isn't just being good at the things the world is being good at. That to really be seen and to for people to be like, okay, something is weird. Something is up with them. They must be Christians that there is a requirement for us to do that which goes against society, um, to be inclusionists when the world is segregationist, to be generous when the world is stingy, to be um, fair and kind when the world is mean and cruel, to really go against the patterns of this world that so much so, not just a little bit, but so much so that people must ask why. Um And the funny thing is here at the end, right, the Jews were so concerned, right? Are we going to, you know, give this message? Is the church going to grow outside of Jewish people? And then finally, this guy named Agabus, um, which I believe is a Hellenistic name, I'm pretty sure. um, uh, He, by the Spirit, says, there's going to be a famine all over the world. And who's going to be most affected by the famine? Well, the people that live in that big city that doesn't have a lot of arable land anymore, right? And so all of these Nowadays, Turkish people or, or Greek or Greek people, they say, we're going to put it together to make sure to provide for the brothers in Jerusalem. That the very thing they were afraid of, of the church getting out of Jewish hands, is what's going to save them now. Remind you of Joseph? Yeah, a whole lot. Um, and so, you know, I hope that as we bear witness... Um, you know, one of the things is we also do it greedily, uh, maybe self-centeredly, maybe is a better word, right? We evangelize because we want to know God, because we want God to be able to provide for us um, that it's not just, oh, we're so rich and they're so poor and it's a one-way street of charity. No, we are finding our brothers and sisters. Uh, so I hope that you look out for that today.